decision or the fact that people are going to see you have that awkward conversation. Why does it have to be awkward? I don't know. Does it have to be? No. Are you ready? So sit down with me on this couch, ignore the microphone, ignore the camera. Yeah. And to enjoy whatever we discuss. Yes. Okay. We're standing here just talking to one another. What if my work phone goes off? We're not working anymore. It's Friday. Mm -hmm. I love being awkward. Cheers. To being awkward. Should I put the video screen on so we can at least know that everything's lined up? I think so. Okay. Just to double check. We get we gotta just double check. Don't have your microphone in your face. Hopefully everything's getting picked up nicely. It's really tempting to just look at yourself, though, so I'll try not to. Are you a narcissist? No. What kind of character trait is that? Just to look to at yourself. Oh, well, it is narcissism. Is it? Yeah. Do you know that everybody has a healthy level of narcissism? We have to. What's a healthy level? Enough for you to care that you survive. Care about your appearance? Yeah. Because if Do you... Do you think everybody cares about their appearance? No, everybody on a psychological level has some level of narcissism because we need to have some level of narcissism to survive. Because if you didn't value yourself at all, because, well, why would you keep waking up and doing the thing? Yeah. So there's some level. Wouldn't try to protect yourself. Do you think that Dangerous. we could get away with interviewing other people? Being this close to each other. Sit in the middle. <laughs> Our legs are touching. <laughs> we like to keep everything near close proximity <laughs> to each other. We are not in a studio in Chicago. I just can't get over the sound of the birds outside. It's so nice. Lincoln like Park has birds, so don't make it sound like but you can't you get these anywhere. Open. You never have your windows open. Yeah, because it's right at the street. It seems kind of weird. Well, this isn't at the street. This is not at the... It's not at the street. I still think this... this the clown has no... You ever seen Step Brothers? No. No, I have. When no, they I wake have. up from their dreams. I'll kill you in the line origin. The clown has no... It's <laughs> like, what kind of dreams do you guys have? Oh, that's a good movie. I've only seen it once. I'm playing with my pinky too much. You gotta stop that. We gotta get comfortable. Yeah, I, I I'm feeling a little bit forced in this position. I, I think it's feel like I have a microphone in my face. I feel like more often than not. There we go. There we go. Those who are comfortable. Those who end up being more successful because appreciate it. Yep. Because you wouldn't ever want to continue being successful with something that gives you discomfort. <sighs> You know? So it takes a little bit of work. Are you comfortable? I think now, yeah, I am. And you have a couch, so I think we're going to be changing up the venue. 
And all my plants are back there, so it'll be a nice background view, too. You do have a lot of plants. How do you keep them alive? I'm trying to get better with my green thumb, being a plant mommy, I think is what the cool kids call it. Nope. Yep. I've never heard that. I think so. And I learned a trick on... The trick that I use for knowing whether or not they need water is you take is you basically just feel the soil and say see it. how say you stick it. your finger in the soil and see how I guess how much moisture is in the soil. So you finger the plant. Yep. Not the plant, the dirt. Feel how wet it is. And then know more yeah. or less moisture. Right. Whether or not to water them or not. That's the trick to a green thumb. I learned that on TikTok. I am not in any way, shape, or form intoxicated. It is a Friday (laughs) evening. Work is done. It has been a very long week, and I'm 80% sure I've got a sty forming in my right eye. So (laughs) I look questionable. But I guarantee you. You look great. You look great. You got a new hat on. I'm looking rough. No, you got a new hat? Yep. My mom, she, well, you know, she went, know. To, she went to Nashville. Tell the people, I guess. Nobody's listening. Okay. She went to Nashville. Recap. She, f- you know, saw this company, this like store called Frothy Monkey. And That's she's, what it's called? Yeah. She's like, do you want a hat? And she sent me a picture of this. And it's, it's this little. Hiding the hat hair. That this little, little monkey. Very... What are you talking about? I didn't let's have a, see. Let's see. I didn't have a move. It's just how I put my hats on. Right. And then adjust. Yep. Adjust the band. And the so I think it's a cool hat and I think it's going to fit me well. It's very comfortable. Like and I've never been a fan of like the. I like the color. The tight strap. I've always gone snapback. Not the, not the one where you tighten it. But I like that it's got a very convenient little place to Flare put side. the loose. Yeah. Tuck, it, tuck everything in. Tuck, yeah. The tuck hole. The t- I like there's a tuck hole. The first time you put it on when you didn't have the, you didn't have the flap tucked, I was like, the tuck hole. I I didn't know if that's the move. I didn't know where the tuck hole was and it was just sticking out. You got to find the hole. Yeah. So I got that hat yesterday. I got to be honest. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to distract myself as much as I can about my car getting worked on right now. And then I'm going to have to pay for it on Monday and it's just going to be the most painful thing. (sighs) I took it in I thinking six hundred dollars. Yeah, it was an AC unit issue. I'm not getting cold air. Six hundred bucks. Well, that sucks though. First Phone off. call. Compressors out. Filter needs replacing. Brakes, Brakes are, are done. New calipers. Time. Labor. Recharge oh, fee. Fuses need to be replaced. Fuses. Upwards of three grand. Oh my god. How does this happen? How in the world well, you do these know things that happen? they're going to call you on Monday and be like, yeah, so we didn't get the parts in on time. Looks like then it's not going to be ready till Wednesday. This is why I want to know engines. Because this comes up. If you don't know an engine, and you don't know how it works, you get raked. Yeah. And, and you've said that you've been going to these people for. But I trust them. I trust them. It's 2014. <laughs> So, we'll see, but... Are you thinking it's time to get a a new one? Well, we talked... I mean, you and I talked about that earlier. I don't know. 
It's a big call. It's a big at decision. What, at what point do you say? You see, here's what I money. don't like talking to you about this because you have a company car, so your mind can't even fathom like. Not only am I paying a monthly amount to just drive this thing. And gas. And gas. And insurance. You don't have insurance? No, I have insurance. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> you I'm not there yet. Oh, got it. I don't like to talk about it. It's like. Oh, got it. It's, if I don't have to bring it up, it gets paid still. I didn't even know that. Yeah, but don't. Don't bring the, the skeleton out of the closet. No, no. Keep the skeleton in the closet. He's back there. He's the skeleton. So you pay for the gas. You have to pay for the car payments. Yeah. I don't know what that's like. Listen, I. <laughs> it's not that I don't pay for my car insurance because I can't. Right. I don't pay for it because I don't have to yet. There's a difference. Right. Like you have to pay for your medical insurance. I have to pay for that. Someone said when you're 26. I thought it was you 27. Should figure now. it out. Well, if they changed it, nobody told me. Well, it's too late to go back now. But you're like the worst person to talk to about car problems. So I don't even. Yeah. I can't share that stress with you. I so can I'm give sorry. you the number of some friends. What? Or to, if you needed to talk to them about you it. You have. Hold on. A collection of people that you know would be better people to talk to just because they have car payments. That's. Well, you can't talk to me about it. Who would you who would you give me? My my parents. Your parents are your friends? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't know. You pro- you probably have way more people in your life that you could talk to about it anyway. It just got really sad. And I think <gasps> I think you made it sad. I don't think so. You really took a turn. I had such a bad headache yesterday. I think it's because I didn't drink the water. It's the worst. Okay. I've never been headache prone. I have family members that are headache prone. I have never been in that circle. Can you keep me honest about something moving forward? Now I feel like I am. Makes me sad. Headaches are terrible. Back to me quick. Can you keep me honest about something? Maybe. Can you keep me honest that every time I try to make it a me thing... That we don't. I'll try. It's difficult. It happens so often. I know. Is that the is that the youngest syndrome? Maybe. Being the the baby of a family. Yeah. Attention, attention. Yep. All on me. <laughs> and the youngest are usually. Wait spoiled. a minute. Somebody's focusing somewhere else. What's wrong? <laughs> That's not right. All right. For a fun childhood, didn't it? Because you're the oldest. Yep. Which I think has already set us up for success because... Literally polar opposites in terms of family placement. So I took a psych class senior year of high school. Which time? I'm not dumb. And in that class, one thing came up. Of the personality and behavior types that seem to be tendencies applied to rankings in siblings. Birth order. Birth order tendencies. Yep. Yes. Fascinating. I like that. I actually really like that stuff. So if you, really yeah, if you look at threes, 
oldest, middle, youngest. Yep. The middle, they can go either. Well. Because they've always had to sort of be that mediator. A lot right, of it I'll comes. Let you, I'll let you keep. I'll let you continue. A lot of well, thanks. That's a pet peeve of mine, and I'll tell you another pet peeve of mine. When you do this, you do this on the phone, and I'll also hear other people do it. I'll let you go, and that's how they say goodbye. I'll let you go. I get it that just, from my dad. Oh, it stings me. Why? It's like no, this conversation's just over, and we both have things to do. <laughs> You're not warranting me the ability to now continue my day. Yeah. Pet peeve. I don't know why it always stings. Once again, I get it from my dad. I'll let you go. That's what... Thank you. <laughs> I almost was stuck here. <laughs> no. With no nothing else to do. Yeah. Oh, very much appreciated. Thank you for letting me go. Well, I'll keep that in mind. Okay. So, same with I'll let you finish. Okay. If we don't really tussle by the end of this we didn't have a good enough conversation pressure so the middle can mediate the middle wants to mediate why does the middle want to mediate they want everything to be everyone to be in harmony they want everything to be harmonious and if it's not then somehow they feel like they are at fault and they did something wrong why do they want harmony i don't know I can't remember that part, but I know that that is like a true characteristic of a middle child that they just always want everyone to be happy. And if not everyone's happy, they feel like it's their fault. My mom is a middle child of three, four, but three growing up. And then I have two middle siblings and we can get into my birth order, family's birth order, but I think, you but were, what? I think you were about to say something about psychology and you talked about the middle. No, that's that's all I had. No, because there's an oldest. And no, that's you really. You talked about three. No, really, that's all I had. Seriously. Well, I'm. Continue. No, I want to know about the rest of it. I'm not trying to pass the microphone back, but I am interested in hearing the ending. Because the oldest is me. I want to hear about me. And then the youngest is you. Well, the youngest can always d- deflect. Okay. They've got these glorious two siblings of mirrors to just deflect everything into. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can say, how how dare I do wrong? Look at everything they've done. Look at what they taught me. Look at what they're doing. Look at what I see. Don't look at me. Look at them. Yeah. Then the oldest, poor oldest, at some point, they just get to a point where it's like, Screw it. I'm just done. I just, I was already replaced. <laughs> That's, I don't know what's worse. If being the oldest and having two younger beings put everything on you or just getting that pain out of the way initially and being the oldest and now having you be the light of your parents' lives be split into other siblings because now i mean Matt, i don't know what it's what it feels like to be the only child for a short while well, i don't remember any of that you don't no my brother is less than two years younger than me oh i don't remember any i don't remember ever being an only child so what's the first memory you have of being a sibling oh man 
I wish I could say I remember when my brother was a baby baby, but I don't. I think my first memory would have been when I was like four and he was two together. Was that a special memory? Yeah, it was when we were living in Okaldunga and some of the experiences that we had there in Nepal. Okaldunga. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I hear that Oompa Loompas are found there. No, that's oh. <laughs> that's somewhere else. I couldn't remember. I'm kidding. Where it is. That does sound like a very exotic place. It's, yeah. Where, yeah. who knows? It's a mountainous region in the middle of Nepal. Is all of it discovered or is there still mystery in Okaldunga? Oh, that's a good question. That'd I be think... a good doc. I would, I would watch that documentary. Okay. I'll get Mysteries in Okaldunga. <laughs> I think Tune that in. most of it is discovered. What are the native animals to Okaldunga? Goats, water buffalo. It's kind of lame. I well, thought it would like be like any other southeast, uh, southeast pterodactyls. South. <laughs> it's Jurassic Park. <laughs> pterodactyls. Brontosaurus. Prehistoric hippopotami. <laughs> Crocodiles. Oh wait, they're still around. Yeah, no. I did so, say like, hippopotami. I appreciated it. Would it be hippopotamuses? <laughs> hippopotamuses. I'm a mister. <laughs> You're a mister. Hippopotamuses. Hey now, mystery. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm a mister. <laughs> but you said missus. Hippopotamister? Hippop hippopotamuses. No. Do you get it? Yes, I get the Plural yes. hippopotamus. <laughs> Hippopotamuses. It's hippopotami. I wish, but I don't think it is. <laughs> I think it's hippopotamuses. You know how everybody learns but it's hippopotamister. Spelling Mississippi. I think hippopotami would be a good thing to learn how to spell. I'm not even gonna try. I was. I wasn't I'm gonna. Not either. even gonna try. Nope. It. I wasn't gonna either. That's a landmine you Can't just set it. up. Yeah. Let's not step steer on clear. It. Let's. Yeah. What's you your think that, youngest, what's your do you earliest think that, memory of your older siblings? I, I just have to ask you this. But I I'll question. get back to that. Do you think that meese <laughs> would be worth fighting for? Instead of mice? No, instead of uh, oh. just saying moose for plural. Oh. Because we say goose, <laughs> goose, geese, moose, meese. Oh, okay. Do you think it's worth it? Or just let it die? I... As long as it's not the hill that you die on, I think it's worth fighting for. <laughs> That'd be a terrible tombstone. Yeah. He died Kill. as he lived. No, you know what would be? It, this would be the poetic tombstone if I made it my life's mission to get Meese to be accepted. And then in doing that, I had to go and like photograph myself with Meese. <laughs> And then on the tombstone, it said, <laughs> died in a herd of meese. <laughs> and then that would be like so poetic. Poetic. To my Lucy. Lucy. Well, no one's here. Cut it out. <laughs> Stop it. You're taking. The spotlight away from the youngest. He's not happy about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, she's younger than me. Is she? Oh, is she a youngest? Yeah. So that's why she's barking. 
What okay. is she gonna do? Nothing. Earliest memory of your older siblings. Earliest memory. Earliest. Honestly, it might have been we used to go to this place. It might might be an Elk Grove. Like the Santa. Like wintertime we would go and they Santa would have Santa's Santa's they, Village? They would have reindeer there. Santa's Village is in No, not Santa's Village, like the amusement park. Oh. No, that's It's an Azusement park. Azusement? Yeah. Why is it an Azusement park? Because there's a petting zoo. Is there really branded there somewhere? Yeah, it's there. We could look it up. That's terrible. Yeah, well. So not as bad as hippopotamuses. So it was where you could get like fudge and like all yeah. of this, like, um, you know, what was big there. That's cool. Um, what was it? Do they still it? have it? Like a holiday no, festival? No, what, um, roasted nuts. Yes. Oh, so good. gosh. So good. You could smell Warm. those for miles. Cinnamon, sugar, uh, all the good things. <sighs> it would come in the like the cones, paper cone. The and they'd be so warm. Oh man. Now you're making me want to go to like Nuts on Clark in Chicago. That's wild. It's like that's I was. It's like memory. I'm there. That's a really good memory. Wow. But when you talk young memories, maybe that, and I'll tell you why. You mentioned reindeer. My dad remarried, mm-hmm. and that's when I was really in those developmental stages, really young. So I was really How a, old were you a sponge to a lot. Think? I don't know. Um, Three, four. Maybe first or second grade. No, you remember thing, right? You can remember things back to like preschool, right? Kindergarten area. I'll tell you the youngest memory I have in schooling. Okay. Was at this school called Summit. I think it was like preschool. There were a lot of kids in my high school that went to Summit. That's crazy because maybe I, you know some of them. Probably not because I only remember one. Oh. This one little girl. Okay. And I'll tell you why. I actually graduated with her. <laughs> she. <laughs> we had we had like the play time, all the toys and everything, and then we had like snacks and lunch and everything. And you best time. You brought like a little something. Best time snack. Right, because I don't think preschool was a full day. No, no, it was half day. Right, so you only had like a snack. <laughs> I remember. This little girl would have, and as an adult, you can look back and be like, I'm not like at all shaming any you know person involved in this girl's life or whatever but at the time i thought it was so odd that she would always just bring like a package of black forest ham and like (laughs) just the straight packaging from the store and the reason i remember is because i remember seeing it and then going to the store and shopping with my mom and recognizing what I saw at preschool. The brand? Yeah. Wow. It was this white packaging that just said like deli in, in this certain... I, I bet if I go to a store now, I could, could like point it. it out. But it just always stood out to me because it was the first time that I like... I like pieced it together. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I've seen that before. That's wild. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Do you think that's why you have such a love of turkey deli meat now? Maybe, but I'll give her Packaged. one back. I'll give her one back on me because in kindergarten, so you know, shortly after, just about a year, in the show and tell era. 
Oh, yes. Great era. Great time. I once brought to show and tell a bottle of suntan lotion. So was it yours? I wasn't equipped that well as like a little a little kid going to school either. So our parents do the best they can. <laughs> is my point. Wow. You know, one set of parents are sending their kid but black some black forest, forest ham. ham. I that was my go to Subway sandwich was always black forest ham. But think about not even like putting it in a sandwich bag, like just basically slinging it from the cart. Into a backpack. Did she finish the and whole thing? And being like, enjoy. Would she eat the whole thing? No. I don't. You know, that's a good point. Like, she might have brought in, like, the end of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're like, like oh, oh it's already a bag. And there's two left. Just take it. Yeah. Right. Give her some grace. Take we these. Don't know what take the last on. few slices of ham and all that ju- the weird juice we don't really understand. Oh, God. Yeah. Have a, have a field really day. <laughs> we don't get it. Is it a preservative? Is it just there to keep it? Is it just moisture from when it got warm? I couldn't tell you. What was your go-to Subway sandwich? Chicken bacon ranch. I would get my dad and I the same exact sandwich. That's I would say, it? I'm just about chicken? to order two sandwiches. Exactly the same. Just, did you get anything on it? Just those For a three? while, before I really pieced the puzzle together of like what I eat causes issues later, I was a big meatball sub guy. I've never had a meatball sub from Subway, and I've always wanted to just try one. The bread gets so soggy. You have to probably finish it pretty quickly. You do. It's like a you get it, you sit, you eat. It's bite. It's per not a meatball. to go. It's no. not a to go. You're not. Type of meal. If you're splitting those meatballs in your bites, you're eating it wrong. Oh wow. Bite per ball. Okay. Is what I always say. Wow. So how many bites would you usually get? Like eight. <laughs> bite per ball. <laughs> Eight BPB. Bites. No <laughs> eight other way to a, live it out. Eight bites a sandwich? I don't know if they put that many balls in it. Probably not. They're usually stingy. My go-to... Chicken, bacon, ranch, though. You know the worst part about getting that sandwich? Chicken, chicken didn't look natural. Baked <laughs> didn't look natural. Ranch never was natural anyway. <laughs> ranch on point. <laughs> ranch, exactly. Artificial how it's meant to be consumed. Exactly. Did you get anything on it? Any lettuce? I'm any fine with veggies. Saying stuff about Subway because they don't even use real tuna. I saw that article. They don't. Did you? Some um, anonymous lab ran a test on a Subway tuna sandwich and found I no. I think I heard about that trace, trace of, of tuna of any fish, fish of any fish. Any, yeah, they didn't know it was unidentifiable. No one knows what it is. Oh, that's awful. That's yeah. actually really terrible. That's happening in the summer of 2021. Pretty wild. We're we're here. But you can't feel bad for Subway. They have the most locations of any I think they're going restaurant. Under. It doesn't matter. They have the most locations of anybody. Cuz they're the easiest to franchise. Oh. That's why. There was a class on it I think I took in college. I thought it was because there's an abundance of highway kiosks and oasises. Oasai. What were you going to say? So my go-to Subway sandwich growing up, and I haven't had Subway in, honestly, probably like five years. It's been, no, I'm serious. It's that's been me and KFC such and a you, long time. You swallow those buckets down. No, that's not accurate. And it's been a while since I had KFC as well. But in high school, well, and before high school, my go-to Subway sandwich was, the bread always was the cheesy one. Like it had like the Asiago cheese on it. And then I did yep. Black Forest ham. Um, I think I did like provolone cheese 
And Their I provolone's would, good. And I would toast it. That's all you did? No, I'm not done. And then I'd put a bunch of vegetables on it. And then I started Did you ever switching. go for the banana peppers? Yes, I did. You did? I started adding those in to give it a little bit of extra flavor. And I used to switch between nice. light mayo and ranch, depending on the day. And one of the things in my senior year of high school volleyball, the like P, um, parent, the parent association. PTO. That's big time off. No. Parent. It's called PTO. I'm like the lead of PTO. I think it's the parent association. So isn't it PA? Is it? P-A-T? What's the T? Anyway, that group of like moms. I think it's PTO meeting. I think it's, if, if it's a parent teacher, it's parent teacher organization. But it wasn't, the teachers weren't involved. So I think it's just the, anyway, anyway. The moms. It's a Google away. Okay. So anyway, the, the moms, they set up this. I don't even know what you'd call it, schedule, I guess, for there to be a rotating parent that would always go and get Subway sandwiches, like six-inch Subway sandwiches before... Yeah, but that's parent-teacher. Parent-teacher organization, wait, wait, wait. What's the PTO. Between... Oh, what's the difference between PTO and PTA? Anyway... For all of our away games, I gotta I gotta finish the story. Are you yeah. listening? Parent teacher association or That's... parent teacher organization. Okay. So yeah, one of them. You got Are it. Are you kidding me? You got it. I you got it. So but I don't even think they I think it was just the volleyball moms. Anyway. They organized a schedule so that all of our away games we would all have a six inch subway sandwich for the bus ride. And we always order the same thing. So for an entire season of volleyball, every away game, I ate the same Black Forest and Provolone toasted sandwich with all the veggies that I normally get. And I think that's why I haven't had it since, because I had it probably like like 17 times. That's incredible. That... You probably ate more Subway than most people. Yeah. And the second thing is, after further research, PTA and PTO, I think, are the same thing. <laughs> I looked up the definitions while you were talking about your Black Forest ham. Which is still a really good lunch meat. When I was in high school and football was your, four hours a day. Your life. You know, it got me a lot. I know. I'm not. What do you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It got me a lot, Allison. <laughs> okay. One L, two S's. Correct. One Y. Yep. Figure out the order. Nice. I used to eat <clears throat> Tyson breaded chicken tenders in the oven i would i would oven those like a half pack of that like a family size half of that this would be this like big, a dinner this box? would be a dinner no like a bag because i'd get it at walmart so i don't think walmart sells that like 
it's hefty like, of a supply. It doesn't come in a box. It comes in a bag. No, it comes in a bag. Yeah. Is the bag inside a box? No. I'm trying to get a good visualization. Of I don't the know when Tyson ever sold in a box. Chicken. Oh, I'm picturing the wrong thing. Okay, I got it. I'm. I'm Are you that. thinking like Dino Nuggets? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I. No, think I'm talking like a dino bag nuggets. of like long chicken tenders. I got it. Which I miss. I I wish I could eat more of those. Chicken tenders are so good. You when know, you get the little end the of it, the little fried piece end of it. It's the weekend. Okay. So honestly, this those. would probably slow my metabolism down for four and a half weeks if I ate this tonight. But I used to eat this three nights a week in high school. Wow. So it was a half bag of chicken tenders. Just crisped right okay do you remember what you'd put the oven up to like 375 for how long 20 minutes i think that's kind of a long time exactly they or were did hard you over, over yeah oven i wanted that crunch crunchy and then what i did see i haven't even gotten to the worst part i would get fettuccine pasta and cook it very al dente like borderline raw what but just enough to give it that edible feel you actually cooked all this yeah okay and then i would just douse that pasta in lowry's salt okay and i think i add olive oil too because if you don't add the oil the salt doesn't stick to it and it becomes like gritty ew so I would just have this like That's it? carb feast. You, you got to understand, I would make like nearly a box of this fettuccine pasta, have this huge bowl of this like barely bendy pasta. So when you actually bit into it, there was like a snap to it. Why did you like eating it like that? Because I think I'm a big mouthfeel guy. I liked cottage cheese for a while. Okay, yeah. I don't eat it now because cheese is just turned on me. Yeah. I carry it all on my back. It's terrible. No more cheese for the big guy. And and then I had these chicken tenders next to me. So it was just like I would get these like I would honestly try to see how much pasta I wow. could get in my mouth. Wow. With that salty Lowry salt. So I don't So you just ate white food. Like pasta? Like the color is just all white. Sure. Because you want to cook with colors. Okay. There are no vegetables. Yeah, I never once thought. And fruit. Just making a ton of white food. Let's just make it colorful. Really? You don't look at your plate and go, wow, that's all I learned that in college. The exact same color. The the strength coach my freshman year in college was like, make sure you got a colorful plate. Yep. Colorful plates. But you really really shouldn't eat like strawberries all the time. You really shouldn't eat carrots all the time. Carrots are great. They're also extremely high in sugar. Yeah. Same with corn. Same with green uh, peas. Corn doesn't count. Corn is yellow. It's white food. You would... What? No. Here's, do you corn consider is, corn a vegetable or grain? It's a vegetable. Farming-wise, that's a good point. It's honestly farmed like a grain. Yeah. It, but, I think it is a grain. But it's a vegetable. Well, it's very high in starches, I think. Carrots and strawberries and fruits and veg like fruits are very high in the glycemic index. I think blueberries. Which is why there's so many. They sneak their way in there. Blueberries 
are great. Because they're hot. They're, so they're many, a sugar. There's so much antioxidants in it. But those benefits, I think, outweigh the sugar. I love blueberries. I'm a big fan. What did you think? I went through think? a phase when I was in college, and I was an athlete in college, of every Saturday during the fall season after practice, I would go to Dunkin' Donuts, and I would get a coffee... I already hate where this is going. Okay, well, you shared something bad, so I'm going to share something bad, too. I would get... I think it was, like... I want to say it's, like... Oh, it's, like, their, their, their pumpkin spice coffee. Like, a hot pumpkin spice coffee. And then a blueberry... Don't say muffin. Muffin. That's so terrible. But it was just once a week. At least I didn't eat, like... Raw pasta. That's so terrible. Okay. Well, I don't do it now. I went through a phase where I ordered four things of Nutella. I've, I've told you this. Four things of peanut butter and four packages of Oreos. And at one point, I would take a big spoon, dip half of it into Nutella, half of it into peanut butter, spread that on an Oreo explosion I would die if I did that now I don't think one would kill you why do our bodies do this to us why do our bodies say you know what when you're young get used to all this great stuff and then <laughs> when you're old, when you're least expecting you it take it all away it's gonna hurt you more than you know <laughs> I can't even run without being decommissioned for a week yeah i'm taking glucosamine now for joint support <laughs> i'm 26 years old and i'm taking a pill that i'm pretty sure people with degenerative joint disease take yeah what's happening to me i don't know i'm not quite there yet because i'm not as old as you are but by like two years yeah but still it counts that's two revolutions around the sun yep that's accurate Thanks. Good job. I wish I could still eat like I didn't care. I just remember I'm talking like a 65 year old. What am I doing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm 26. I loved cereal. That was a big thing in my family's house. Just gets and we never got like the fun cereal either. Like we would get like Cheerios, like Raisin Bran was exciting. Like Raisin Bran is exciting. But we wouldn't get like the Lucky Charms or like the Tricks or like the Fruit Loops. Like we never got stuff like Frosted that. Frosted Flakes? No. Nope. It, no Frosted Flakes? Cr Rice Krispies was exciting. I could exciting. eat six bowls of Frosted Flakes. Yeah. Rice Krispies was exciting when we would get that sometimes. Oh, Frosted Shredded Wheats were a big thing. Those were amazing. The ones from Trader Joe's. So good because they're thin enough that it doesn't take forever for them to actually get soggy. Okay. Because the you know they look like little pillows, which is cute. No, I know mini little, like little uh, icing on them. I know wheat wheats mini wheats wheaties. No, wheaties. Not wheaties. That's Frosted different. Wheaties. Wheaties is what. What is the what's the saying with wheaties? Like start your day out right with a bowl of wheaties. I don't. Know. Wheaties is like bran flakes. No, I think you're thinking of Weedy Hut Junior. No. No, that's Weenie Hut Junior. That's. But I miss cereal. We, I could. That's SpongeBob. When we grew up, we would finish an entire gallon of milk a day between the four of us. I have relatives in Iowa that buy 
they actually max out every time they go to the store. The store will not let them buy more than the gallons they need to buy. How many would they take? It's either six or eight gallons a week they will buy. Wow. I don't understand it. Wow. Yeah, we used to do like five gallons. There's only like four of them, I think. We used to do like five gallons a week. Oh, no. All right. We might be coming to a close here. The quick time stopped. But I don't know if the recording stopped. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to keep going. And then at this point, I'm going to put up a picture on the video. Okay. So we might have to take a good picture. Okay. But I really like just kind of hanging out. Yeah. It's having nice. a chit chat. It's been a long week. I'm glad it's the weekend. That sounds so boring. Oh, it's such a long week. I'm so glad it's the weekend. You know what? Don't work for the weekend. You know what really surprised me about weeks like this is <gasps> it's busy, but then there are so many people that are going on vacation that it it's like, where do you really value the amount of stress you should be putting on like this time of the year? Yeah. Because a lot of people are trying to utilize this time to get ready for when it's going to be even busier. Yeah. Towards the end of the year. So is it worth like stressing so much now? And I guess, you know, would corporate America always say always? I don't know. That's a good point. I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of winding down. Really? Yeah, a little bit. I felt like it was kind of nice. No, it was great. I mean, it's still great. Got so excited about cereal. You did. So I just wanted to make a point on that, that I was really disappointed with how Cookie Crisp ended up tasting. Oh. It wasn't as good as... You'd think little chocolate chip cookies would be in cereal. It just ended up kind of tasting. Actually never had it. Wow. What was your favorite guilty pleasure cereal? Guilty pleasure. Oh, oh God. Reese's Puff. I was going to guess that. Reese's Puffs or Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch was another good one. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, I could eat. So many bowls of that. Yeah. Because all the cinnamon builds. Yep. Oof. Mine, again, from Trader Joe's, there are puffins, but they are peanut butter flavored. So they're just like peanut butter little corn pillows. They're so good. Puffins, yeah. You remember puffins? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, from Trader Joe's. (laughs) My mom used to buy puffins when I was living at home all the time. Puffins is, they're so good. But don't they make a chocolate one? Yes. Chocolate filled And peanut butter. Yes. Yeah, those are my favorite. That's like, oh, Captain Crunch. Oh, was. Do you ever have Captain Crunch? But that's not peanut butter, is it? Yes. Is it? They've got peanut butter Captain Crunch. But but it's fruity is the natural one, right? Oh, gosh. Peanut butter Captain Crunch. That's Are you the, changing your answer? That's the burn the roof of your mouth type of cereal. Yes. Scrape the roof of your mouth. Yep. Yep. What was the other one? Um, it wasn't Fruit Loops. It might have been. 
Fruit Loops always did that too. Scrape the top of your mouth with all the You know, all you, the sugar you really think it. back about like what we've been talking about. Substance, it's not there. But that's okay. But we're getting good practice as far as being comfortable, calm, and not stressing out Collected. about Yeah, not stressing out about like, oh, there's a recording happening. So when I'm gone this week on my glacier trip, are you gonna do a recording alone? Are you giving me you know, permission to, to move forward with that? I think so. As long as I get mentioned at least twice. How would you like it set up as far as if we've rebranded it as a duo for me to approach it as a solo? I think we keep... Well, don't change the branding. Can like... you text me <laughs> certain topics you'd like me to talk about? And then that way you know that I'm like thinking of you yeah throughout the entire recording i can do that that's good a good little memoir here are you gonna miss me when i'm gone this week of course i'll miss you i think it'll take a couple days for it to kick in because during the week to be completely honest you're busy a lot of the time anyway yeah so those hours i just haven't been working out yeah. So it's easy for me to kind of plug in a couple hours of just working out and then passing out. And then I also have a pretty busy week myself because I'm traveling next week for Ooh. work. And then I'll actually be. Uh, I've got someone with work coming out to Chicago. So there's, you know, some busy stuff going on. I don't like to disclose too much because. You know, you'd like to think that the free market is a safe place to divulge information, but it's just not. Yeah. You never know kind of um, what a little bit of information can do. Yep. Got to be so careful. Work wise, work wise, where the grind is real. The grind is so real. You've got to really put a tight fasten on all that. Yeah. Personal life, though, I think if you can develop your personality as much as you can, because I think all of us have a little bit inside of us that takes some work mm. to get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And everybody appreciates a developed personality. Yes. Because I don't know about you, but when I'm around someone where I really feel that sense of this person knows who they are Mm. and their decision making is on point authenticity authenticity so key it almost gives you a little bit of a key to your own success Mm. because you now know in the world that you live in this person has found themselves and so shall you there is hope there is hope were you very trendy Growing up, did you always bend and weave and bob with all the trends that came out? Not really. I tried to, but I was always like a year late. So I'll say no. What? Like in terms of trendy, in terms of what? Like fashion wise? Yeah. Like what would you say was the most trendy thing you did growing up? Oh, man. Lime green overalls as a kid. How long do those stick? I don't know, like the early 2000s look of like a little kid. How young? I was probably six. Oh, no, I'm talking like 
middle school years you're trying to fit in oh god though there were those were rough i never fit in i was always tall so i never fit in i always stood out like sore thumb so you just wore like mom jeans no i didn't wear mom jeans i had a couple of what did i i don't even know if i could describe my style there was a point in high school where Mm -hmm. i only wore and i don't know why i just did we had a i think we've talked about this we had a dress code and i just didn't wear I would only wear skirts or dresses for just because I didn't have any pants that I liked. Really? Yeah, so just being in a skirt or a dress for school. Isn't that kind of weird? Just because you didn't like pants. I didn't have any pants that I liked, and I didn't go out and feel the need to get more because it was Did really... your friends wear skirts and dresses? No, they all wore pants. Do you think that helped? Probably not. Come on. No. You're defaulting to saying the only reason you went out of your way to wear a skirt or dress is because you just so happened to never have clothes that you liked. Yeah. I didn't have pants and I didn't have like shirts that I liked. Isn't that kind of, it's kind of weird though. I feel like. I feel like that's like me saying. I should have gone and made an effort to actually go and buy clothes. But do you see how like as the guy version so i don't know why i didn't that'd be like me saying i only wore a button down and a tie because i didn't like any of the graphic tees i owned not that i'm a big graphic tee guy but casual shirt appropriate shirt i didn't really like any of those so i just went with the full tux (laughs) no you know they're not like formal dresses they would have been just like casual dresses and like skirts how was that received do you think you really developed an image the only person i wasn't the only person who would do that we had a dress code and lots of other people i'm just letting you know that from if you want to be embarrassed of me that was i'm not being embarrassed of you i'm just saying that if i were to think of you at my high school or for other high schools for that matter because i was friends with some people that went to other high schools and I think about, oh, you know that girl that always wears I dresses and skirts? I was skirts? never defined by that. That was never I, like my calling That card. would be a, de- a, def- a defining thing. Mm, I think tall was probably closer. I don't know. I mean, if you're, all, if you're already tall. Nobody really noticed that, that I did that. And on top of that, you're wearing something that at that age, the only time I would see that is at like... School dances where Didn't everyone's trying. Did you go to a Catholic school where you guys wore a uniform? Those got uh, skirts, got out. I don't know what the word would be, but. Ousted? Well. Uh, Nixed? I heard that the school I went to, like five or ten years before, might have been earlier than that, or later than that, I don't know. Um, the girls kept rolling them up. So it was actually worse that they had that as the dress code. So they made everyone wear pants or shorts? Pants. No shorts. Everyone had to wear pants all the all time? All year long. Regardless of the weather? The only thing that changed was you could wear a polo between the months of, um, I think it was like April to the end of the year and the beginning of the school year until October. Oh, yeah. And then we October had that to April shorts. would be sweaters. We had that with shorts. You could wear shorts after spring break. I didn't mind it because it was easy. You woke up, you knew what you could wear. Bam, you're yeah. ready. There was one time 
Oh, I love Thomas' story. There was an earthquake in Illinois my sophomore year, fre- freshman year. It, I think I remember Do you that. remember it was like, it would have been 2009? Yeah. Or 2010? Mm-hmm. And I had Lucy, and she was like three or four at the time. Oh. She was not trained very well. And Wait, she was three years old and she wasn't trained? Not that well. Okay. So she slept in my room. And she, the reason why she wasn't trained very well is she would always get into food constantly. Mm. Constantly. She still kind of does that. It got to a point where like, I would come home after a long day and just think, what am I cleaning up today? Oh, that's I honestly couldn't believe how she could keep getting into things. I would like Lucy proof. Yeah. So she got that's into annoying. like that's so annoying. yeah a lot of bread, just volume, just the immense volume of food, and so her digestion was just all over the place. Oh God! And I oh mean God. that in two ways. Oh. So the earthquake happens that night, and I wake up. With this, my alarm clock was my nose. Oh, that's how bad it was. Wow! So I wake up to this room that just reeks, and I see on the wall projectile on the wall from her rear. Oh my god! And where she did it was right next to a hamper full of clean clothes. No. Okay. So the smell was so strong that although it didn't get on the hamper. The clothes just smelled so bad. Wow. And the fact that her mess was the actual thing, but if you consider anything subdued, because as you know, if it isn't directly on it, the smell might not be as bad, but it's still there. It just smelled like someone passed gas. (laughs) It didn't smell... Just on your clothes? Like, yeah, it didn't smell directly like that putrid but it just smelled like someone (laughs) farted yeah so i didn't have any other pants to wear so i have to wear these pants that are in this hamper and the entire day no every time i walked past someone i heard oh my who just farted (laughs) so she booby trapped my pants oh you didn't have any clean pants i didn't wow because i think another pair i had had a hole in it so Wow. Yeah, she really gave me a day to remember. That's a great story. It's like really, that's a good story though. Because the worst part is, is you couldn't have like sprayed them with like Febreze or it's something. It's like I tried. Really? It was bad. Wow. So. And well, you? So how? How did? How did you clean up the wall? Like just. Oh, that's you know, I've, you just you you numb out. Oh God. You just get it done. Well, you thank the Lord that someone discovered Clorox wipes. And so Ugh. take that terrible feeling that you get when you forget deodorant mm-hmm. and multiply yep. that. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Did you tell anybody? Did you tell like your friends? I at told a couple people, were like people who dude. were worth not worth people who thought <laughs> it was worth listening to. You tried to tell everybody, and I was like, just left. "Oh, just come on, just please give me, give me the grace here." Wow. So yeah. <coughs> that was uh, the growing pains with Lucy. 
great story. I always love that story. I don't think I have a good one about clothes to kind of match. I, I get the winding down feeling. It's kind of hitting me. Yeah. To be honest. And we potentially still have a busy night. We do. It's, you know, Lollapalooza this weekend. It started yesterday. I've never been. I don't see myself as like the festival guy. Yeah. I've also never been, and I also don't really see myself as a festival gal. Yeah. I guess we'll see. I don't know. I like who's going to be playing Sunday. I think I'm a Young Thug fan. That'll be fun. I think that'll be good. But, you know, I guess if you boil down what this is all for, because that's the skill that I want to hone in on. You know. Mhm. Do you feel like you actively think of things in a way that gain you a perspective even when life doesn't demand one? I think I I think I try to. But I don't think that I actively try to as much as I maybe could get the most out of an experience with a perspective. What are your methods that work? Just trying to trying to be present and actually focus on what's what's happening, I guess, and not trying to have your mind have have your mind in the moment instead of having your mind in the future or the past. I think it's easier said than done a lot of the times. I think about squirrels. Why? Because if you look at or birds, okay? Mm -hmm. I swear I'm not a dog, man. But I think I actually saw somewhere that they process the world quicker. Mm -hmm. And if you look at a bird and how it twitches, mm -hmm. you have to think that those might actually be like fluid movements to them, but we're seeing like twitches. Yeah. And so even just something like that makes me think like time is relative. You know, something... And then that grows to like stress is relative. Yeah. The stress I'm experiencing right now is extremely probably, you know, subdued compared to somebody who's experiencing anything more serious in life. And then that seems to calm me down. Hmm. Life is so amazing so confusing so full of wonder i just want to live in that all the time but sometimes you can't because in order to be productive with others you have to have some certainty and have to know 
that as many question marks as there are in life, there are certain things you know, and I just... I just don't get it. Because hmm. to me, nothing feels better than that feeling and that thought combination of I'm probably wrong. And what else is there? Yeah. So that is just really interesting to me. I also think that it's really interesting to think about, you know, take this, for example, through a series of efforts, whether it's purchasing a microphone, setting something up, making it a point to sit down and talk. I was, I was a little fat Curtis, like, that was my childhood identity. Fat Curtis. Fat Kurt. This big, big little fat kid. Mm-hmm. You know? Fat Curtis grew up and bought himself some microphones, you know? And, and it seems so weird to hear that out loud because I think sometimes, like, the inner dialogue, I'll say it and it'll it'll provide some, like, calming... You know, okay. Identifier. Okay. I am, right? Like, I think, therefore, I am. Mm-hmm. And it's just been really simplifying to think when it comes to providing a response to whether it's you, whether it's with work. I'm just me. I don't have to be what I want them to think I am. And I, I've struggled with that, and I don't know why. I've always put a pause on responses because I've never wanted to... question mark I don't know what that is Hmm. so I'm just thinking that's so weird that's something that simple like why is it so difficult sometimes for me to provide a response because it's it's me I should have it queued up I should know but where is that coming from Mm -hmm. and when you experience more and more things in life where are you anchored in those experiences? And I think that kind of, I mean, I don't know if that ties back to last week. But then here I sit for maybe two and a half minutes and you haven't said anything. I wanted you to finish the thought. I'm just filling the space.
I mean, I think that's something that I struggle with too, is trying to be who I really am. And I'm very adapt, adept, um, to apt. That's it. Apt. I think uh, it's adept. A-D-E-P-T. Adept. Is that what you're saying? I think so. Right. I can't even finish the, the thought. I can't even say the right word. Um, very prone to bending and shifting based on my situation where I'm at to show a different facet of myself. Adept. Yeah, that's right. Very adept at doing that. (coughs) Where you try to stay true to yourself as much as you can. And I don't know which way is better. I don't know which life is a better one to try to pursue. It's a, it's so complicated because I can't like the second I think I can explain exactly where I'm coming from, I'm going to sound delusional. But I do think about it in the sense of all our lives were told how unique the world we live in is and how unique to some degree we are. Now, obviously, it's within a boundary because we also get that joy of like communal thinking. But sometimes it's nice just to have that daily reminder of I am impacting the world. One of eight billion, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. So it's small. But I am. And then you kind of reverse it and you think... I'll think to myself, like, okay, so if that's the case, if this world would be different without me, which you can go a morbid route, you can go a negative route with that, but I go more of just like the thought-provoking aspect to that. If by default the world would be different without me, then what difference am I making with the world with me? And then from there, I want to just build and build and stress that muscle. Because isn't that kind of why I'm here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that mindset. I think it makes a lot of sense. It puts the joy that you can get out of life into perspective almost when you're just thinking about how amazing it is you align yourself with how amazing life is in general Mm -hmm. because you're you're in it you're an example of it and then from there i just think i mean anything comes out of that like for instance i'm thinking about Lollapalooza, and i told you this earlier so we saw the set list we have an idea for how it's set up it's a giant trade show Mm-hmm. It is a massive music convention. It's all these people that have their booths. They come, they perform, they give you their spiel. And then ultimately, what is the goal? You leave the convention, you leave the trade show, you buy. You listen. Mm-hmm. You like what they have. Yep. That's the business perspective of like, okay, these people. Because you know what my first thought was? What would it be like if I had the talent 
right? That's the first thing. To be this world-renowned artist. And then I've got to go to this massive festival, get a, you know, comparatively small stage and hope that all these people that are going to this festival come over to watch me. Yeah. I wonder what the pay breakdown is like. Hmm. Where do you think that's coming from? Like that curiosity. Well, you mentioned like a, you know, a, a global artist, right? Like what's their cut of from the La La tickets versus... Like the people who set the stage? Like, no, no. Like the other artists that you've like absolutely never heard of. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's true. I was I was just curious. I know Miley Cyrus played last night. And yeah, I was because thinking, you I wonder can't... what she got paid versus... You know, another artist right, whose name is at the very bottom. They're not getting... Nobody keeps track of who watches who. Exactly. Yeah. So they have to all get a percentage. It's not like, well, you sold this many tickets to you, so this is what you get. Right. Or it's not like, hey, we noticed that more people looked at your name before buying. Yeah, right, exactly. Than somebody or else. we noticed that there, are, there were more people in the crowd closest to your stage, but who knows, they might have been bleeding over to another stage next to you. Yeah. Yeah. The power of contracts. Yeah, percentages. I wouldn't even know what to do in that world. Yeah. Contract law. Making sense of like... All the fine details. Reading all the fine print. And just having to be so overwhelmed with what has to all be considered. Mm. As far as, you know, down to, I wonder if they argue over what brand of water needs to be used. Yeah. To support the event. But... There's somebody employed to do that, so that's good, right? There's probably some health benefits that come out of that decision-making. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Listen, if you decide which water brands get placed at all these music festivals, we'll give you 80% medical coverage. Yeah. <laughs> and a full salary. There you go. All right, that's what I'm going to dedicate myself to. The water decision-maker guy. Water decision maker guy. The hydrator. Yeah. But I just like to push on all this because work is work. Keeping yourself healthy is is its own thing. Staying on top of dishes and laundry that is always going to be there. But stressing a part of your thought process that nobody asks you to, but you do it, and then you walk your way back to that routine you have. And I think that's where you really start to get what I have found to be kind of like insightful self-motivation. Mm-hmm. And so all I'm trying to do is just become like my best life coach because there are times where all i need i mean you said even yesterday you just had to decompress for a little bit Mm -hmm. 
So what do you find comes out of just, yeah, just like decompressing? What do you feel when you just like let yourself lay down for a little bit? What changes for you? What do you experience? I can just let my mind do whatever it wants. So if it wants to rest, it can rest. If it wants to think about other things other than work, it can do that. And that's really nice. I don't have to focus on anything. I can just let it go wherever. And then physically, if you can just like decompress, it's just like there's no sounds. Or if there are sounds, it sounds that you want to listen to. If you want to talk, you can talk. If you don't want to talk, you don't want to talk. You don't have to be doing anything, you know, on a physical level. You don't have to be, you could just be lying down. You don't have to be doing anything. Sometimes it's just what you need. You take just deep breaths and just let your body reset a little bit. Have you ever gotten to a point where you've you've listened to songs over and over where you actually get nauseous if you don't change the song? Um, no, I don't think so. I've had that. I've never had that. And it made me wonder how something like an auditory sense can cause that physical response. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm like, oh my God, this is terrible to listen to. I can't do this. You know me. I could, I could go. I could just keep going. Yeah. But you're a co-host now. You're not a guest. So what are we doing? What are we doing? Well, it's Friday. We've got some big plans this evening. Yeah. Nice to take it take it all in for the week. Had to get this out early because you don't know what Sunday's going to hold. We got a busy weekend. It's nice to get ahead of it. Nice to sit down, talk with you, record some of it on video, some of it not. Yeah, I got to figure out why. Yeah. Nice to be in a new space with the birds. With the birds. <laughs> but I think time to get the evening started. Time to get the weekend started. So with that... Goodbye and happy Friday. You have the pressed little square on the left hand side.